God, it's yo, so yo, dramatic. Yo. What's going on? So dramatic. <laughs> oh. Drama. Oh. You know, it's funny that you mentioned dramatic and drama because last night I was just like walking around and Jamie was like, did you ever take drama class? And I was like, I think I took like the mandatory grade six drama class. I never took like the, the, the post drama classes. I think you were a drama kid, though, weren't you? Yeah. Depends what your definition of that would be. <laughs> you joined drama class and club and whatnot. There were clubs. Didn't what you know? Like when you had to like sign up for like the the extracurriculars. I don't think there was a drama club. Was there not? I'm pretty sure there no. was. No. If there was, I didn't know about it. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> I have a yearbook. I can find out. Where is uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Now we're find out. getting into the deep cuts. I'll go to the index. <laughs> like you had to be in like grade twelve to be in the grade twelve play. That's really it. I don't know if it was high school though. I think it, I, I'm thinking like middle school. But I mean, middle I school, I guess technically had a drama club. I guess, but it wasn't yeah, really I'm pretty sure it did. All right, high school didn't though. Let's see. No, you got dance team, dance pack, Ooh, dance squad. Yes, there's a lot of various types of dance stuff mm, really value shows what our school value day eh? yes. uh dancing clubs art club history club ooh, ooh. golf club Rad what are you club. doing a history club i don't know study history more i don't i don't know is it just like more like history class or is there like like what do you do in a club of Historians, I don't know. History. Let's see who's in it. Maybe we know people. Maybe we don't. And then we can ask (laughs) them. Phone them up live. Get them on here and tell us what happens in History Club. Uh, Nobody we would really know. Nah. Disappointing. Moving on. Anyways, what else we got? We got uh, Diversity Club. I ran that. So that's funny. Really? Did you? Last year. I didn't know that. Last year, dude. I had no choice. It was a whole thing. Um, you have no got? choice. Um, <laughs> tech club. Oh yeah. Uh, web crew. Okay. What crew? Uh, web crew. Web crew. I'm really sure what they would have done. They're, but, they're like uh, in like Spider Man. No, I would say it's called tech made, slash like, web crew, Whatever. Okay, that's so what they the one thing like, says. Uh, torch committee. Building. Never really understood what that did, but. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, what else we got? Knit happens. You can imagine. Knit happens. I could imagine that, you know, they knitted stuff. Knit. Um, music dash bands. Okay. You know, it, it, it's kind of weird to me that you just had like immediate access to a high school yearbook without even having to get out of your chair. I have all my books here. <laughs> like, I don't even know books. if I still have all my books. books from high school. The only books I own are all <laughs> sitting right here. So nice. figure that out. Anyways, I'm not done my go. list here, Matt. Um, <laughs> dance again. Mm-hmm. You no, know, why not? That's four yeah, pages. Sure, sure. At least four to six pages of just dance. Let's figure that one out. <laughs> Colonel Clink. What? I don't know what that is. Hold on. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. There's so what? many pages. So many. Of just pages. clubs? Yeah, it's like wow. they give them like their own things, like like dance had like 
dance. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Because they did a whole like show that was just dance or something. Yeah. Like dance. Just oh. dance. Me, me, me. Okay. Oh, it's just uh, it's a stupid ad that they just. Anyways, um, <laughs> about the vice really president, feel. vice president, vice principal. Uh, you're not even looking. Okay. Um, doesn't matter. Way to pay attention, Matt. Uh, I guess I matter not. Story of my life. <laughs> um, that's really it for clubs. I think that was kind of where the clubs kind of stopped. The rest were all kind of stupid things. So your book's real trash, but whatever. Um, I would have been would have been better if I was part of it, but they didn't let me be part of it. So, that just glitched hard. You just like suddenly went from like sitting there saying so, and then you were like facing forward talking about being not a part of something, but I didn't hear what. <laughs> wow, story of my life doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> well. But speaking of our high school, so Survivor has announced oh, no. is coming back for season forty-two. They announced that a while ago. We already knew that it's never going away. Um, mm-hmm. But they event they finally announced the class. The class, some would say cast, but you know, I would say class. Um, and uh, three of them are from Canada this time, more than just Canada. one. Canada, and one specifically grew up in Kitchener. Really? Do we know them? I don't know. But he also went to Forest Heights. <laughs> that's a really small world. Yeah. Let me see if I can find him. <laughs> I threw the book, so that's probably why everything glitched. <laughs> Is, are they our age? I think he's a year younger than us. Let me see if I can that's find him. crazy. Let me see. Well, we've got to go through the book. Jesus. I have to look this up. Uh... Survivor new contestants. What's their name? Uh, Omar. It's, it's Omar something. But you know, I'm just going to keep looking. Omar. Omar. Zahir. Omar. Maybe. I don't know. I want to say Omar Zahir, but I could be wrong. Yeah, Omar is a here. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, second last person in the in the in the yearbook of his grade. Yeah, <laughs> looks a lot different now, but good for oh, him. Oh boy, he's living up on all our dreams. Nice. So yeah, so we're gonna have to set up that uh, Steph and I and others are gonna have to set up our new new draft board and set it all up. Sounds awful. You can do it, but you choose not to. That's your fault. <laughs> Makes it a lot more fun. Ay, ay, ay. Moving on. We got we got big news. Big news to talk about. Yes, there's this Canadian survivors too. Three. Sorry, you have other news, I guess. Seems more important <laughs> than my news, but whatever. <laughs> well, let's just let's just jump right into it. The most important news of the day. I thought we did that uh, already, but that's fine. Futurama is coming. No, back. that's not important. Nobody cares about that. Clearly, they do because it's coming back. Yeah, because uh, they're like, "Oh, we have money now; we can do it again." <laughs> um, yeah. So most of the original cast, actually, specifically, uh, we know Bender will not be returning the the voice behind Bender, but um, several of 
the original actors, including uh, the actress behind Leela, Katie Sagal. Um, Sorry, what did you say? Katie Siegel? K- Katie Sagal? 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 <laughs> she, she was from Sons of Anarchy, Mary well, You know who I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, I just Katie don't know how to pronounce her last name. Well, it says S A G A L. Katie Sagal. All right, Sagal. Sagal. I don't know. I don't really care. I just think it's funny when you say it. Um, but this time Bender is going to be voiced by John DiMaggio. So look at that. Cool. Don't really care. Don't know who that yeah. is. I do know uh, who that is. Fry really will be care. returning as he was. Uh, we'll have Professor Farnsworth, Doctor Zoidberg, Zap Brannigan. They're all voiced by the same person, so not a big deal. But that person's coming mm-hmm. back as well. So, um. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. I'm I'm pumped. I enjoy going back and watching Futurama quite often. So this is mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. exciting for me. It's going to be on Hulu. So I don't know exactly how we're going to watch it here in Canada. I would assume be on Disney Plus at some point. One would hope. One would hope. Yeah. It would be a star feature. Yep. Uh, another but also, got... suck oh. it. Nobody cares about <laughs> Futurama. Um, in other news, Obi Wan got a release date and a tr- and a poster, not a trailer, a poster. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the poster, you can see you know Obi Wan on the sands, of what appears to be Tatooine, um, holding what appears to be Anakin's lightsaber, which we already know that Hayden Christensen will be re- returning for this uh, this Obi Wan series on Disney Plus. So. Exciting stuff. It's a. All right. Well, uh, coming out. You just glitched out hard, too. Down. What is this Uh-oh. going on? Oh, Shit's you're glitching. The fan. You're glitching. Uh oh. The funny thing is, uh, StreamYard here is sitting there telling me, oh, like you don't have a great connection. You know, you're, you if you're on Wi Fi, you should try plugging in. I am plugged in. <laughs> mm, that says something about you, not them. I have no. That tells me that Streamyard's busted if they think I'm not plugged in. Mm, <laughs> I don't I have Wi-Fi scrape. in this thing. I uh, went to scrape. It's uh, <laughs> you. It's all your fault. Who's the IT nerd here? Them. They created a whole website. That's not working right now. Well then, fix it, Mister <laughs> IT. Um, it's not my um, classic one-liners. Classic millennial move. Um, I don't know um what that means but uh here we are yeah no exciting stuff very pumped um technically may 25th is the the real star wars day if you ask real fans um i'm just reading through right now to try and understand why that is so oh it's because that was the release day of the original movie yeah, may 25th. Say, yeah. yeah may the 4th is just the the, you know, the way it sounds the chosen it's just the way it's chosen Star Wars Day. Yes. Yes. Star yeah, Wars. Same stuff. Looks cool. The poster so, looks cool. Um, it's Star definitely Tatooine. Like he's got the two sons behind him setting. Um, Obviously, it's the only place it can take place because Luke never leaves Tatooine. Now, the only problem is if we're going to have a lightsaber battle with Darth Vader. Yep. Vader doesn't go to Tatooine until much later, until he knows that Luke exists. So, well, I, I don't think this whole series is going to take place on Tatooine. No, like, it can't. Because it's like, like well, if you watch the the uh, little teaser they have on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. it shows all the screenshots of Inquisitors showing up and yeah, and yeah. Mustafar. Like, you know, he's not just staying on Tatooine. You know, Obi Wan's still traveling, so he is protecting yeah. Luke, obviously. But well, there could be other people. You don't know. 
I I suspect we're gonna have an Obi Wan Anakin showdown again. Well, that has to happen because if you look at it, episode four, we talked about this last week. Episode four, when he's all like, "Oh, blah blah blah, I'm the master." Blah, blah, blah. We like they talk about a, in their little five minute clip of talking to each other. Yeah, uh, he goes on about uh, having a battle before last time they met. He bested him again or something yeah. like that, and he's not talking about the fight on. Mustafar, yeah. he's talking about a different fight. So, yep. because at this point, he knows that everyone's alive. Um, he always knew that Obi-Wan was alive. But at this point, going into the Obi-Wan series, he does not think that, uh, that Palpatine and uh, Vader both think he's dead right now. So, obviously, something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's exciting yes. to see. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Anyway. Move in. Moving right along. Also in Star Wars news, we got the final episode of Book of Boba Fett. I think it's the final episode, right? They're not going to yeah, bring it, it back. Finale, yeah. Well, right? it's a season like it. finale. Dude. It's a season Boba finale, but like, do you see them doing more with Boba Fett's story? Now that he owns the city, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe not directly. Well, we'll see. Like we'll I see personally they'll, they're gonna re- They're going to review the reviews <laughs> and the ratings. Yeah. And if it was worth it. Well, let's let's discuss the finale. Uh, Not spoiler free for anybody who listens to this podcast. You already know so many spoilers. I'm going to spoil right now. They all die. The world blows up. Hashtag Alex spoils everything dot com. Yeah, I'm going to spoil it all. They all die. (laughs) I already said it. Oh, man. All right, Alex. What were your thoughts? My thoughts are never break it down. First round around, you know? They're never the good ones. Anyways, um, it was okay. It was it wasn't like oh my god, so exciting, so so mm. courageous. It was like oh that happened. You know, it, it was cool. There was cool moments, but then you don't know, like like how did uh, Wookie get away from all those things? You know, yes, he's crazy. And he's the best. Wookiee bounty hunter bullshit everything, but those guys are meant to, are trained to kill Wookies, the whatchamacallits. So you know, there's a lot of things, and then there's the Rancor, and then Baby Yoda showing up, putting things to sleep like a baby, which a lot of people wouldn't get in context of like Star Wars because that like you don't really see, you know, the Force being used on animals that much until like. Like in the Clone Wars, I thought. I don't think we see it anywhere else. Do we? I mean, like in the games, you've seen, you know, the ability to ride Rancors and be able to, like, you know, bring them down a little bit. So it's not completely unheard of. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like using the force to, like, you know, manipulate animals as well. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't matter. Point is, it happened. So, you know, it's there. You know, it's it was an episode. You know, was it you know overly predictable? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Was it entertaining? Sure. Was it overly entertaining? No. <laughs> yeah i I have struggled with this whole series. There's been parts of like Mandalorian that I've struggled with too. I I find it's not given the same. Um. And when I say polish, that might give like the wrong uh, idea of what I'm getting at here, because I think 
visually it's quite polished i think you know a lot of like the actual post-production of the show is actually quite well done the special effects are pretty good overall are they like movie level no but they're they're still pretty darn good um especially for like a television series i think it's just going into a tele like a limited run series like this i think we've been spoiled a little bit by you know hbo and and other series where they have really taken the budgets and the the the, the um the effort put in to making things really good, you know, almost movie level, but on the small screen. Um, and I find I've maybe have, have the wrong expectations of this, this series Mandalorian book of Boba Fett, where I'm thinking, Oh, this should be as good as the movies. It should feel similar in terms of overall quality. And, and, and multiple times, whether it's, you know, just like certain sets, certain costumes where I'm just like, Eh, I feel like they got like 80% of the way there, but they didn't get quite to the same level that you'd see in the movie. Yeah. And that's fine. I can get over that. I could get over all of that. Except when you start seeing certain like subpar acting, subpar um, directing in, in a lot of cases. And this episode was pretty rampant with subpar directing, in my opinion. Um, the episode started off with... Um, what what's what's her name the the female assassin i can't remember her name right now um, yeah you know she's like she, she's like just that. narrating all the things and how things are supposed to go and why they're supposed to go the way they're supposed to go and i'm like you covered this in the like the the recap leading into the episode yeah, i didn't need it. you to go and like recap on top of the recap now like you didn't need to tell me like well you know everything's going to be good from the town people because you know you got them you talk to them and they're going to stay neutral like all that stuff didn't need to happen it felt very cheap it felt very like poorly done um even when you know they're talking about you know how they're they're what they're 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 surveying the city and they're making sure that like oh yeah we got eyes everywhere we're gonna know if they're coming blah blah blah, blah. you know it, it like even the way that was done and shot you know i have one image in my head of um the the augmented people and they're pulling up on their their you know hover bikes and they park just randomly in the middle of the street and they just walk forward and they just block off the people who are like live or are working in that area. And I'm like, you know, if this was a movie and I'm the director, I would have thought, how would somebody actually park a bike in, in this world? And they probably would have gone off to a side. They probably would have had a spot where bikes are parked. You know what I mean? But they just stop right in the middle of like an alleyway, completely blocking the alleyway. I'm like, like these well, people are okay. part of the city. They say they care about the city, and now they're just like doing that. Like it just seemed well, like the right. thought wasn't put into it. I get what you're saying, but if you watch any episode four, five, and six, <laughs> that is literally what happens. Like in the literally the first episode in episode four, when they come into tat into Mos Eisley, to Mos Eisley. whatever yeah. city they are, he literally just pulls his speeder up into the middle of the street. And then they get out. <laughs> and then we we're like, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's just how it works in Tatooine. And like Maybe. the idea of the show, it is a Western and it's supposed to be grungy. I think mm -hmm. they're just trying to emulate the time period of what those were shot like. But like, even but, like if you rode up on your horse, you'd go up to, you know, in real world, you know, Mac. but this is what I'm saying. Like, it's just those are the things that like make Star Wars feel real to me because Star Wars always felt rustic. It felt something that was lived in. Unlike Star Trek, where it was a utopia, this is a dystopia. And like 
those were the things that made it lived in. So like one, like I see like the ultra clean bikes and whatnot in this desert planet and the way they They're just like, choose to portray themselves. I know, but it just, it doesn't feel, it feels out of place. It doesn't feel like it belongs. That was right. Like the, well, it, that's the modders of those things, right? You have that here. You see people yeah. with, you know, you, you go like you see. Oh, the totally. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you go like, around the real world, you see people doing different things and decorating. Yeah, you have like brand like, new cars in yeah, comparison yeah. to shitty ass cars. But you know, it'd be like you. But it, 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 I think it's. I think you're overthinking it. To be honest, I don't know. It just it pulls me out of the experience. I just like I'm I'm evaluating it. I'm evaluating how it's yes, being directed. I just feel like that's literally the definition <laughs> just, of overthinking. But this is just it. I I don't feel like it's as polished as it could be. I don't think this is like I'm not disagreeing know, with you that this show yeah. is shit because it is. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying my expectations, you know, coming into this show and like I've gotten it here and there throughout Mandalorian where like they really hit this high bar. And then there was you gotta think, where, you like, think about it this way. So when you here's another idea when they were on Tatooine. Yes, you're thinking of what I was happening on Tatooine. But remember when they went to uh, whatever planet Luke's on, whatever the fuck that planet is. Everything was clean and crisp and clear because it was a brand new planet. Nobody's really touched it. You know, you know, like things seemed clean and clear comparison. Yeah. Um, when they went to the uh, whatever halo ring they were on, um, everything seemed, you know, proper because it was in space. You know, I think it's just the yeah. planet itself. Tatooine is a mess and mm -hmm. is a poor planet. It's been a poor planet. Yeah. It's always been a poor planet. Um, they literally are building their stuff through a desert. Because yeah. if you look at like uh, Luke's house when he was growing up, that was a mess. Oh, know, totally. Nothing makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it was a They're farm just literally house, pulling up and... yep. in this giant, like when the Ewoks show up. Not Ewoks. Ewoks? The sand people? No, the Ewoks. The little little things um, with red eyes. Yeah, in... Oh. Are they Ewoks? The... No, oh, no, Ewoks the Jawas. The Jawas. Same thing. Um, <laughs> just one with hoods. Um <laughs> When they pull up, they're just pulling up in the middle of nowhere with this gigantic little fucking gigantic weird shaped truck that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, how many people think you, how many of them do you think live on that thing? That's the real question. A lot. I think a lot do. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But yes, I, but that's what I say. I think uh, if you look at it as Tatooine as a poor, desolate country, sand mm. country, it makes sense. And then when you have modders who are literally buying the newest and trading for the newest and hmm. modding to be the better thing those things are going to look polished and look shiny and look clean yeah, I, I guess like my best comparison i just this just came up it came to me like think of like alita battle angel you know like that is a pretty rundown you know place that they live in and there's a lot of mod modding going on but they don't, they're not like shiny like some of them yeah are certainly shiny. like others, i said like, that, that that's that's to do that point it, though that's a tech it city feel so stark this is uh, contrasty that's a tech. But it was city. a dump. It was a dump city. It was a dump tech city. But this yeah. is a dump sand wasteland. Yes, everything is built by sand. But you would think the stuff would get the sand wood. on it as they're moving around. These all, all of these modders care, are just constantly clean, no matter but if what you they care do. about. Something that great, you're gonna <laughs> clean it all the time. Fair. Okay, I can get over that. I like. I totally hear what you're saying. I can get over that. I still think my struggle is like coming back to the polish and not the they're literally polishing things but you know the director's choice how 
some of the acting is just really subpar. Um, I think that's on the actors. Know. That's what happens. When you and and I think actors. some of like the, the editing choices were just weird. I think, you know, when they were doing that whole shot of them moving around the city and assessing and analyzing, you know, I think they could have just done like check-ins with the various people. And like, I, I don't know. It's just I, like, I, I was evaluating it. I was like critiquing it. It was a, it's a, it was a setup moment. Like, so they wanted totally. you to show where they were because yes. then when the train, the betrayal happens, Mm-hmm. then you see how I'm happening because then you don't want to then you don't like yes you get the idea but then you remember where each place was and who was running each thing because yeah. you know like if they just said oh I'm in this land I'm not going to remember what that creature's name is I don't okay. even remember what it is now <laughs> so for this for basic especially for basic viewers of the show you want to give them an idea of where everyone is and who they're dealing with and then mm-hmm. when it turns on them you see the idea of why in those three camps, those three yeah. families have given Fair. up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess, know, I think that's that's from a, yeah. a from a, um, a director point of view. You just kind of want to show. It's also limitations of how it's written, right? Because you want to make sure mm. everyone understands everything. Granted, like a lot of us could have been like, okay, yeah, we under, we get that. That's where the check in and the check in and show yeah. that whatever. But I think there's a lot of people who would like, okay, then where were they? Like, what part of town are they? Yeah, you know, like, and then it, it kind of shows. Them, yeah, just show, and then it kind of gives them a little more strength when you see Black Karistan or whatever his name is mm-hmm. come back after taking all what, those guys on. It, it just like it looked like such Which a weak no like takedown of him anyway. Like in that moment, well, where those guys, like, yeah, tra- trampled by, and I'm just sitting there watching that. I'm like, this doesn't what no, and I just I just didn't buy into it. It just didn't feel like I this. Mean, is I'll how... go sex twenty guys on you and see what happens. Yeah, uh, yeah but I'm not a Wookiee. <laughs> um, anyway, how, many, um, how big you are? Twenty people on one one person, gonna, <laughs> especially from all. Regardless, angles. I think you know, directing choice aside and whatnot, the episode was okay. Um, comments, you're you're getting exactly to where I was headed here. Um, Cad Bane. You know, to finally have him on screen, we got him at the end of the last episode. We got him a little bit at the start and a little bit at the end of this episode. One like kind of cool moment where he was taking down Boba and then just that's it. That's it. That's all he's done. Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, Dude. I felt like that, that was is so really... classically Star Wars. It's stupid. <laughs> um... like, here's a character that like, you know, going into this episode, I was like, oh, you know what? Grogu's here. He, Cad Bane's there. Why doesn't Cad Bane just like take Grogu, take off? And that leads into the next season of the Mandalorian. Like it just felt like an, a good opportunity to introduce a new villain set up for the new season, blah, blah, blah. Instead, it's just like, all right, I guess this whole Boba Fett Mandalorian story is it's done. It's wrapped. They're moving mm-hmm. on, you know, well, it's um, Star Wars. As I always say about Star Wars, no one's truly dead unless they keep sticking with it because Darth <laughs> Maul's lived like 40 <laughs> times. Um, yeah, no, Cat Bane was a big waste and it didn't make any sense for them to, um, to really just do that, like he had such a big, uh, big, uh, you know, time in the uh, in the Clone Wars with against Kaminobi and Ahsoka mm-hmm. and Skywalker. Um, yeah, like I don't think we'll we won't see him again, but uh, you never know. Now, to be fair, there, there was like a slight hint that he might not be fully gone while he was lying there after, like. You know, uh, Boba Fett walks off. They they kind of pan on him for a moment, and there's something beeping on his chest, and it doesn't stop. And I was kind of like it, interpreting that as like heartbeat, and I was waiting for the heartbeat to stop, and it didn't. And then they cut away. So there is there is the opportunity that he might not mm-hmm. be. Like back. I said, nobody's dead in Star Wars. <laughs> um, 
and I'm proving they have forced ghosts. Like this is the whole thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like to that point where you know to see him get killed so quickly, just to you know, it, it did suck. But you know, it would have been a lost a waste of money to keep using him because he was as as real as he was. His face, I guarantee, was CGI. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was a combination a of like real world elements that they did animate to a certain point, but then they probably had to like polish it. You know, yeah. Well, it's like as everyone um, says on the internet and everyone in real life, his hands were garbage. So, um, <laughs> what? One more thing to add to why I think he might not be done, and this would be a parallel to how the last episode ended. And this is spoilers. If you didn't watch after the credits, you should have watched after the credits of the final episode because uh, the credits, marshal yeah. that you see get shot, uh, you see him in in the tank uh, getting healed, and then you see the modder standing over him that. Um, very clearly will be you know giving him fresh life you know what i mean so his character yeah, nobody likes that character right wait i said that wrong everybody loves that character right <laughs> yeah man well he lost his armor it's not his fault that he got shot without armor yes it was he sucks anyways <laughs> yeah i don't know um yeah that was kind of a weak wasted you know in credit scene in my opinion i mean they could have literally done anything with that Anything, anything at all, anything if they chose to do that. Well, clearly, you know, either if they're not going to repurpose this character with if they're not going to repurpose Book of Boba Fett and give us another season, you know, there's the opportunity that he could reenter in Mando where he was originally, you know, uh, introduced anyway. So, yeah, they can continue to use him. Yep. We'll see. We'll see if they give him a second season. And uh, I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> because well let, let's get straight to it what what do you uh review the season the season is a good old seven nine that's a lie i don't know what i just what? said i was just saying things i'm not <laughs> i don't even know what i just said seven nine is that like a seven point so, nine because that's pretty high in my before opinion. <laughs> i give you my, my my rating here it's not a seven nine that's for sure uh yeah. okay like if you look at the reviews of the book of Boba Fett right now yeah, like it is not good. Uh, Metacritic has it at like what fifty nine. Um, well, on Tomatoes has right. given it a high one, like eighty one percent. But I don't like I like I've always never just dis- never ever agreed with Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's really off, in my opinion. Again, that's why I don't believe in believing on Tomatoes. <laughs> um, like IMDb gives it a seven point seven. Like these numbers are all over the place. Sure, all over the place. For me, it'd be a 6.1. It was extremely, extremely um, predictable. Yep. Our minds wanted us to go other dimensions. Definitely. Our minds kept thinking, oh, this is what's going to happen, or this is going to happen. Yep. They could do this. But because none of us wanted to think what they were actually going to do, which was the most obvious thing to do, and just go straight forward with a stupid plot line and kill everyone. Um, they didn't kill everyone, but they killed one person, and that's really one of the person. And then all of a sudden, this rancor gets taken down by a fi- uh, a one foot little troll. So, um, I don't know if Yoda was a troll. I don't know what Yoda is, but he is a troll now. So, I think can walk now. So, there's a whole thing. There's a whole different element I could go off about. But <laughs> his awkward walk, like we know, it's a doll. Like, come on, just CGI anything already. Um. And then the poster for this episode, I understand the poster of this episode was like, 
just showing all the characters throughout the whole season, but it had Luke with a lightsaber open and he didn't even show up. <laughs> I don't know if I saw the poster for this episode. Yeah, it's literally every character every like, mm. showing up in the show. Fair enough. And you're like, oh man, I thought I was going to show up, but he never showed up. So that was yeah. kind of boring. I okay, mean, I guess so... I couldn't, re- couldn't really afford Mark Hamill and the CGI again. Yeah. Okay, so you're a 6.1 for the season? Yeah. Get it in? Yeah. Get it in? All right. Mm, um, that was loud, I'm actually. I'm sorry. I'm a 5.9. I'm right there with Metacritic. That's, uh, you know, gives play pause a, an average rating of six out of 10. Who are we? Season. Six. Um, week. Yeah. I just like, I wanted this show to be a bounty hunter fest, you know? And instead what I got was, uh, part arrow in flashbacks, which, I didn't need more of. Um, I got half a season. It felt like a Mandalorian, which I did enjoy. And that was cool. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just, <laughs> it wasn't great. Um, I, I, I expected a lot more, you know, he got his slave one ship back. That should have been great time for him to head out this whole, like, you know, he's looking like set roots now as he, after he's, you know, survived, near death in the rancor pit and like he had a change of heart and he's just like the the good guy now like i wanted the anti-hero yeah cool you want to go and run a city but at least run it like like a you know uh like an anti-hero would he doesn't feel like an anti-hero to me he just feels like another guy with a gun you know so people change that's the whole whole story arc of star wars look at anakin it was boring one way to all the way to the very last second of episode six. Oh, I'm good again. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough about Book of Boba. You were right about me. <laughs> Such a stupid. Ah, <laughs> oh, so dumb. But so Moving, great at the same time. <laughs> moving on. Let's uh, let's talk. Oscar nominations are out. Boo. Okay. I'm booing the Oscar nominations because they all suck. <laughs> um, I mean, there's some that are all right. Let's to be honest, I it. don't even know half the movies, so that's not true. I know all the movies, I, but I, I didn't I'll watch agree. Half the movies. I have only seen a handful of these movies. Um, there's a few that I've been wanting to see, and then there's a whole bunch that I just could not care less about. Um, but yeah, let's work our way through some of the uh, best picture nominees. So, Nightmare Alley, haven't Never seen it. it. Don't look up was fine it shouldn't win best picture uh dune was really well produced i just didn't think it was a good movie yeah Um, that's why he got snubbed for directing anyways it was eye candy all day it was great on the ears it was great on the eyes didn't do much for the brain. <laughs> oh, got snubbed like, in almost every other category except for uh, it should be in so, special effects music. easily and in like audio is soundtracks. You know let's what I mean? find out. Let's find out. In my uh, opinion, it should be in both got, of those. It's in, it's in hairstyle. Let's you know, hair, visual effects. There it is. Number one. Um, okay. Yeah. Once we get to that category, it's gonna be funny, and I'm gonna laugh. Um, okay, but yeah, best picture. We got Belfast. Nobody saw that because it's yeah. uh, boring. Um, <laughs> Coda, you liked. I get it. Coda was a great movie. Drive um, a car. Film. Never heard yeah. of it. Um, King Richard. This is uh, Will Smith's another point of trying to make an Oscar. Get an Oscar. Uh, Licorice Pizza, a movie about a 25-year-old who loves a 15-year-old. So that's kind of fucking weird. Um, 
by West Paul West Anderson or whatever his name is. Um, with the girl from Hyam, so that's fun. Power of the Dog, better to Cumberbatch, probably would it. Um, still need to check that one out. It won yeah. all the uh, Golden Globes that's and stuff. On my so Netflix West Side list of movies to watch. Yeah, West Side Story is not a shock because you know. Um, Steven uh, Spielberg has all the money in the world, and anything he does that's remotely different is going to always get him direct, uh, nominated. Um, speaking that of directing, we kind of spread it for Belfast. Kind of not shocking. That movie is really propped up to be a really you know heavy emotional mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Spread is not. And then you got yeah. Licorice Pizza with Paul Thomas Anderson. Again, a movie about a twenty-five-year-old who loves a fifteen-year-old. So that's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> um, uh, which you can, I think you'd watch that somewhere. I don't know where you can watch it. Um, the Power of the Dog, the only woman, uh, the director nominated, director. female director, yeah. Uh, the Power of the Dog. Uh, you can try to say that name because I can't. Uh, uh Ryusuke Hamaguchi, I believe. Drive my car. Apparently, that movie is supposed to be kind of crazy. Apparently, it's very good, but it, it is oh. like completely in Japanese, I believe, or is it? Yeah, Japanese. Is it? Oh, I, oh, it's I want to try Korean. it right. It's Japanese, but with the Gucci, it was in Japanese. I would say could be Korean. Because, I'm pretty sure it's Japanese. Um, it's Japanese. Yep, yep. yep. Confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Um, actor in a leading role: Javier Bardem or being the Ricardos. Kind of not shocking mm-hmm. there. But at a Cumberbatch, part of the dog, probably who in it? Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. I never saw that movie. Uh, I keep planning to, but then every time I, I do, I'm watching like, it tomorrow night is the plan. I keep planning to watch, planning it, to watch it for weeks. <laughs> and then you get like, oh, it seems like a lot of work. I'm not going to watch it. Um, then Will Smith, King Richard. Yep. This is where his big risk. And then obviously Denzel Washington, the tragedy of the Beth. And I think he does again. Kind of is going to get nominated, even though I think Denzel in Washington is very. Um, I'm not going to say it because I'll get in trouble. Uh, actress in the leading role. Uh, Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Mm. Never heard of it. Um, Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter. Man, I am so out of touch with movies these know. days. I think the now only we... mo- two movies I recommend, uh, uh, even like recognize here are uh, Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman and Spencer with Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what par- Parallel Motors is. Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, yeah. Kristen Stewart. Uh, a lot of, lot of, lot of, uh, what's the word? A lot of heat behind Kristen Stewart winning it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Nicole Kidman won the Golden Globe, so also there's a big challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that. Yeah. Um, actor in a supporting role. Uh, ooh. I'm really bad at names. Sirian <laughs> Hines from Belfast. For Belfast. Yeah. Troy Kutsuer, Koda. Jesse uh, Plemons for The Power of Dog. J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos. Cody Smith McPhee, The Power of the Dog. Mm, very powerful movie. Some would say very powerful, dog powerful. No? Okay. Um, Let's do actress in a supporting role. We've got Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose for West Ariana Side Story. DeBose. She's good. Judy She's good Dench things. in Belfast. Belfast Ariana... sounds like it's got quite the cast. Yes, um, yes. Ariana DeBose you would recognize from uh, Shemigadoon. She was Shemigadoon. The, she was the, uh, the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Teacher. Yep. Um, uh, we got Chris, uh, Kristen Dunst. Uh, for the power of the dog and on Wanu Ellis for King Richard. I don't know if I, I definitely did not pronounce that right. Adapt. Um, yeah. Who knows? Adapted screenplay. Who knew these were books uh, or something else? <laughs> uh, Coda drive my car. Dune. Well, I knew that was a book. The lost daughter and the power of the dog. Ooh, nice. 
original screenplays. Now, these things, they were just made up. Uh, Belfast, <laughs> don't look up. King Richard, well, King Richard, I mean, was it made up? I mean, I guess you're writing a story originally, blah, 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 but it's not a real, it's a based on a real story. Sure. Whatever. Should yeah. be adapted, but whatever, that's fine. Um, a licorice pizza and the worst <laughs> person in the world. I didn't know they made actually, a you know what? You know what? No, that makes sense because if original screen, like adapted screenplay would be like taking from like another work, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Original it screenplay is... is just saying, I wrote this screenplay, even if it's based on true events, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still like an original thing, right? Yeah, original screenplay nomination, the worst person in the world didn't realize they made this movie about me. Hot burn to myself. Uh, <laughs> cinematography, dude, kind of makes sense. Uh, Nightmare, really. Mm. Uh, I heard it's supposed to be good, never saw it. I don't even know if it's really out yet. Nightmare Alley, that's Guillermo del Toro's new movie, right? Yeah, so that is out. I remember that being out, actually, yeah. Uh, the Power of the Dog, that. The Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. I'm not mm. really surprised about the last three, or any of those, I guess, except for Nightmare Alley. I don't really know it. Um, animated feature film, Encanto, Flea, Ooh. Luca, The Mitchells vs. The Machines, Raya, The Last Dragon. So, I have a feeling it's going to go to I've Encanto. I've four of the five of these. <laughs> yeah, I've not. I've, I've seen, seen two of them. Uh, um, I feel like it will either go to Flea or Encanto because I don't know what Flea is, so that makes it me yeah, very. I, I don't know Flea, but um, Encanto was good. I don't think it was like. Oh, I don't story. I mean, but like see, here's the thing. Was Last year, I said the same thing, and then the movie that I didn't want to win won. Um, oh, or was it just Golden Globes that we had this conversation? I can't remember, but you know, oh. I would personally choose Ryan the Last Reagan over Encanto. I thought it was a better movie. Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines was a surprise delight this year. Fantastic. Luca was fine. Encanto was good. It was definitely better, in my opinion, than Luca, but I still don't think it was like the best movie of all time. I found the acting uh, in Encanto a lot better than I found in Ray of the Lost Dragon, but that's really? also just me. Um, hmm. I don't know. I just did. I just didn't find it as, you know. Well, it was like Encanto felt a little like both less serious and at times like the themes were way more like you know, grounded, you know, family and the mm -hmm. drama that happens between families. So like, you know, I do get that. Um, whereas Ryan, the last dragon was much more of like a, you know, an adventure story. So you're going to get yeah. a different kind of acting yeah. from that. Right. Yeah. That's enough. animated movie talk. Anyways, um, <laughs> animated movies are great. You're wrong. Music, original score. Don't look up. Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and the power of dog. If they give this to Encanto, uh, we will never see the end of Lynn Manuel Miranda. We're already not going to see the end of Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't really write the music, but he wrote the song the lyrics. So that's different, I guess. Uh, yeah, music, best yeah. original song, "Be Alive," King Richard, "Dos Agoritas." Well, I'm going to hell. Uh, Encanto, uh, "Down to Joy" by, from Belfast. No time to die. No time to die. If they give that to Billie Eilish, I'll kill myself. That's not true. I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> somehow you do the four good days. Um, production design, oh, Dune, terrible. Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. I can see Dune a West Side Story taking this one. I think Dune could take a lot of like production related awards here. Like it, mm -hmm. it was a masterclass of a production. Yeah, like it was really, really well done. Just was not all that engaging to watch. <laughs> anyway, I've said enough about that. Moving Don't look up. Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, Tick Tick Boom. Uh, five, four of those movies that I have not watched. No, th three of those movies I have not watched. I can't really tell. <laughs> Don't look up as a basic, just a basic comedy movie. So the end yeah, of the it's kind of shocking that it's in there. Uh, Dune could win. I could see it. Um, 
you know, like film editing's more than just like you know, like it, it, it's how like things are cut together in the stories. Well, that's what I mean. Together, like right? if you look so... at how you scenes from Switch to Switch, and then you see how it like fades and like how you edit a scene together. Blah blah blah. And, I get it. And how blah, blah. it chooses to like move the story along through editing, right? Like there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes in into film editing beyond just the basics of like transitioning between scenes. And I think, you know, don't look up did a pretty good job with the pacing. It felt like things were moving on at a, at a good pace. So like, I do think it did a good job and I understand why it's on this list. I just, I don't, I disagree. <laughs> um, I felt it was too long for its own good. It um, was too long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, documentary feature, Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, when or when the revolution could not be televised, we watched that, or at least I did. Um, I have not watched it. Steph and I did. We talked about it on the podcast the one time. It was interesting. Um, writing writing with, fire. with fire. Interesting. Never heard of that. Uh, documentary short subject. Audible. I hope Sorry, that's can you say that again. Documentary short subject. No. What was the nomination? Audible. Oh, I just want to make sure I heard that. Okay. I really hope it's about the uh, the app. Are we saying the same things? I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, Lead me home. Uh, the queen of basketball. Three songs for Ben Nazir. And when we were bullies, I have not heard of any of these. National feature feature. Can an international film feature be in the same category as the f- major picture, best picture? I don't well, know. Well, it is an international feature film. But could it be a? In, it I don't could know. be both the best picture and uh, the best international feature film, I guess. Yeah. I don't really care to be honest. Uh, drive my car, flee, hand the hand of God, Lunana, 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 Lunana. A yak in the classroom. Gross. Uh, first person in the world. Man, really making it right. up there. Uh, make a pair sign coming to America makes sense. Cruella, kinda. Dune kind of makes sense. The yeah. Eyes of Terry Faye never saw it. House of Gucci also makes sense. I am Gucci. so glad everyone's upset. There's a lot of people on the internet who are upset that House of Gucci didn't get nominated for a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> uh, same with uh, uh, Night's Tale. No, not Night's Tale. That's the movie from the 90s. Yeah, that's um, a, long, that's a long time ago. Well, 2000. The Last Duel. That would nah. yeah, the last yeah, 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 yeah. Remember when I bet somebody 10 bucks that they were going to be in this and they're not? So, well, I guess I saw somebody 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll collect on their behalf. Uh, visual <laughs> effects, dunes, makes sense. Now, this is where it's funny. Free guy, what? Uh, Wait, what are we looking at? Visual effects. Oh, uh, I was looking at production design. I was just like, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dune, uh, Free no Guy, time No Time to, to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, nice, and Spider-Man, New Home. This well, is you know, that's a competitive follow- one. I don't know. Well, No Time to Die doesn't really make sense to me because most of it wasn't until you got to the end. Um, but, but you're you're confusing visual effects with just like specific type of visual effects. I didn't see very. I didn't find that really very visual. That. In my opinion, it was very dark and gringy, and I hated it. I didn't hate it, but I found it very dark and gringy. And I understand that's the point because you're in an underground base for like yeah. half of the movie. Yeah. And it was very bright at some points. And I understand the uh-huh. snow is reflective, but also yeah. fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think it's going to win anyway. Um... Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I don't know. A lot of the visual effects I kind of felt like were like rushed. 
especially that one fight yeah. scene like we talk about like the the uh mm-hmm. the uh construction scene i understand that's a lot mm-hmm. of visual like uh cgi stuff but even that yeah. that's, that's still visual effects and i still feel like they could have done better yeah you know like ju- you know going off that though i would say like shang chi's really no better oh i, to visual I don't know how Spider-Man. that got nominated in the first um, place free I guy really also like for, like you know like for what they were doing i that's get why it. I it's supposed I like, to be in a video game world so it's okay for things to not look perfect even when you're making the game look real for free that was the like you know the more poignant thing would have been for the actors to make sure that they were reacting right so i felt that was more on an act i don't know that's just me i felt like the graphics were you know i I think dune should take this one really Mm -hmm. if if we're saying like what were the best visual effects i do believe dune had the best visual effects here yeah but you know you you never know how these things go right Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people want it to be No Way Home just because they love the movie, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, yes. Costume design: Cruella, Cyrano, Cyrano. That's Serrano. Serrano. What Dune. Is Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Yeah. Eh, I can see West Side Story coming away with that one. They would have had to put a lot of work in the dresses and the and the. Uh... Cruella, they did a good job with the costume design. It was it was a pretty mm-hmm. impressive movie from that perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's I some good surprised. competition here. Dune yeah. can win that too a little bit. Yeah. Um, Although they're like their costume design, while like excellent for what they were trying to accomplish, there wasn't a ton of variety there. So, like, yeah. I, if I was giving away this award, I would want to give it. It's also, know... but if you're basically, you also got to base it off of the book, right? So, like, if they were totally. how creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like book. you know they there's there's a reason why they're on this list. I just like from my perspective, the weight would be you know creative costume design and showing like your your ability to have like vibrance and still be able to like contribute it to the story in, in in a way that makes sense. And while I'm like I'm not dissing Dunes at all, I think they did a terrific job. I think you know as you kind of pointed out with West Side Story, and I'm kind of saying for Cruella, I think you know they really had to get really creative with some of this stuff um so you know i'd like to see it go their way but at the end of the day i think you know probably i i can't speak for nightmare alley or serrano but the other three i would say like you know i they all did terrific jobs so can't really be Mm -hmm. mad at whoever Mm -hmm. wins this one true 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 animated short film affairs of the art best bestia 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 What? Who knows? Uh, Box Ballet, Robin Robin, Windshield Wiper. Well, if we're going to go by names, Windshield Wiper should win. Um, <laughs> Live action short films. We got Alakachu, Take and Run, The Dress, The Long Goodbye. Goodbye. On my mind, and please hold. And then Sound, Belfast, okay. Dune, meh. No Time to Die. Uh, Power of the Dog, never saw it. West Side Story, uh, still, I mean, it's a musical, so you got to wonder how they're going to put that together. You know, is it? I'm going to keep saying that. I think Dune's going to be the big winner from this, <laughs> this Oscars. Um, I think their sound design was incredible. Like, that was such a delight sitting in the theater. And just, like, I could have closed my eyes and had a great time. Probably better than if I tried to, like, engage with the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here's the thing, right? We look back at these past picture nominations. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think saw these movies? Like, because a lot of them were in theaters at this time, and or only mm-hmm. in theaters. I, 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 I think like, probably No Time to Die probably had the biggest 
viewership. I'm talking about best picture alone. Like I'm not talking about the Oscar. Oh, uh, sorry. No time dot is not a best picture nominee. But like you look at Belfast, Coda. I mean, a lot of people had more access to Coda. I'll give them that. Belfast, not so much. Uh, don't look up. Everyone had access to that. One of the highest ranking movies of Netflix in the for 2021 or 2022. Sorry, because that's what it came out. Um, don't drive. Uh, drive my car. Don't drive my car or drive my car. Whatever you want to call it. It's called don't drive. Yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> again, very hard. A lot of people probably won't see it with yeah. the language barrier. Mm. Dune. Uh, was not a flop. It made a lots of money. Yeah, lots and lots of money. So a lot of people saw it. It's getting a sequel. Yeah, King Richard. I uh, didn't even know it even hit theaters. So there we go. Um, Liquor's Pizza. I saw a lot of ads for it, and I know yeah. I know a lot of hipster kids would have saw it. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, music fans would have saw it, but. Uh... That's all. That's all I got on that one. Um, Nightmare Alley. I've only heard about it once, and and I only remembered it because you brought up the name of who wrote it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like Guillermo del Toro. Like, I'm a huge fan of his, and I think like just about most everything that I've seen that he's done has been really, really top notch. So I I need to check this movie out. Yeah, it's rigged. He'll win it probably. Uh, <laughs> the Power of the Dog. That one's been a big forerunner of everything. I've so. been getting a strong sense. That this movie is gonna take it, just in like, I, I'm I'm planning on watching it Saturday night, and I've been just just from like the buzz and the talks that I've heard over the past couple months, this movie just keeps like, it's just like that like from behind kind of victor I think, and I think it's it's got a really strong shot at best picture. Man, I can't wait to ruin it because I'm gonna watch it Friday night instead and just ruin it for it. <laughs> I have no intention of watching this movie. Um. Maybe I will. Who knows? West Side Story. I don't have time in my life for that. I would love to see Kona win this, though. That would be like my heartwarming. I I obviously like I think Apple would be stoked because it's their first time ever having any of their productions, you know, up for best picture. So that'd be interesting. Very Mm. interesting. Mm. 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 Yes. Yes. Quite, 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 quite. Yes. Yes. Anyways, that's the Oscars. That's March 27th. Uh, Dolby Theater, be there or watch it on TV, whatever you want to do. I'm gonna watch it on TV. I'm not gonna go to, to the Dolby Theater. Uh, such is life, you know. One day. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's move things along. We got um a, a new Nintendo Direct, the first of 2022, and there was a decent amount of stuff that they talked about. We're not gonna get into everything, but uh, some cool stuff that I think you know, uh, fans of this podcast and definitely those who have partaken in this podcast will enjoy. Um, There is a new Mario Strikers game coming out. The first time in over a decade, Uh, Mario Strikers is the Mario soccer games. Um, It's coming out June 10th on Nintendo Switch, which is pretty cool. Uh, No Man's Sky is coming to Switch this year, which is kind of cool. That's just a massive, massive, massive online game that has actually really taken off the longer it's been out. uh, When it, (laughs) no pun intended, Uh, because when it first came out, it was a bit of a, disaster and a bomb and it's just like steadily gained steam um starting out on the playstation eventually making its way to pc and xbox and now getting on the switch which is exciting mm-hmm. um, we are getting a wii sports sequel what year is it alex uh, i don't know i keep thinking it's 2021 so you tell me <laughs> uh yeah so we are getting a wii sports sequel and the title is just 
fantastic. Like a lot of marketing time was spent on this title. Um, it is called like just prepare yourself. Nintendo Switch Sports. Well, I know where my money's going. <laughs> Uh, so it's coming out April 29th. Um, so you're getting like all the original games from Wii Sports. Uh, plus, there's a soccer uh, game, volleyball, badminton. Um, and while golf is one of the original Wii Sports games, um, it will come to it. Just it will be later in the year. It'll be coming in fall. So uh, get your Joy-Cons out and have a fantastic sports fun time. Um all of the games can be played both locally and online and they actually have some pretty cool modes like the the bowling game um it looks like you'll be able to all have your own lanes and you you'll have a little scorecard so you're not like going one person by one person by one person you can actually have a bunch of people playing everybody's got their own lane and you're just playing like you would you know if you want to do a ball- bowling alley and you weren't all on the same team so that's kind of cool um there's going to be an online play test um next week i think february 18th to the 20th i don't have a calendar in front of me but um that is nine days away so yeah next weekend it sounds like and you'll be able to register on the 15th so um if you're interested make sure to sign up on the 15th uh registration starts at 8 p.m eastern standard time uh, probably the biggest announcement from this nintendo direct is there is a mario kart 8 deluxe dlc paid dlc coming which just sounds bonkers considering like i think mario kart 8 originally came out on wii u in like 2014 i want to estimate approximately i could be off uh, a little bit there uh but then obviously we got it shortly after the switch came out um with all of the stuff that was already available on via dlc on the wii u and then like nothing happened with it that's just how it released when you got a revised you know battle mode all that kind of stuff but it's just been stagnant and then recently we heard rumors that mario kart 9 was being worked on and then lo and behold they come out and they release this trailer and this big announcement of this massive massive dlc 48 more courses oh my god 48 more courses for me to hate myself with. <laughs> so we're getting 48 more courses um we know some from the trailer already and they're definitely remastered from all the old mario games but there is the anticipation that there will be new courses coming as well um what they're going to do is they're going to release eight courses at a time over uh, over six waves of releasing these courses you're you're not just going to get 48 dumped all at once you pay for the 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 course pass and then you know you'll get eight courses period of time will go by you'll get another eight courses and this will continue up until the end of 2023 so there's going to be a lot of content coming to mario kart which is really exciting for for me because i've been wanting fresh mario kart experiences and i'm kind of a little over the courses that we have so this is super super cool this will be starting march 18th the day after my next birthday which is super cool and it's going to cost 25 us dollars don't know what it's going to cost canadian yet but uh pre-orders should start in the next week or so so that's super exciting also if you're a nintendo switch online expansion pack member which is like the premium version of the online membership uh, you get it for free so look at that well there you go well there you go yeah i see you added a couple notes here alex what, what do we got going on from disney and pixar i don't know i don't know i don't know um I just saw that they were making their own stupid Mario Kart game. 
Um, and it is called what is it called? It's something stupid too. I can't remember what it's called. Um Speedstorm. I just had to it. Disney Speedstorm, yeah. Yeah. Dang. It's a free to play and will support cross platform play, so that's cool. That's cool. Oh, this was also uh, announced at the direct. I don't know how I missed this. New characters were released in a seasonal format. Tracks and carts will be based on popular Disney franchises. Um, races will have a mix of special abilities and ultimate skills. In addition to an online multiplayer, Disney Speedstorm will feature split screen. Disney Speedstorm will release this summer on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it looks very Mario Kart E is the best way I can describe it. I'm watching the just the uh, little trailer that they posted. It's about a minute long. Uh, definitely a bit more flashy than Mario Kart. Like, there's a lot more visual uh, effects happening with the lights. You know, I saw like a special thing happening with Mar, uh, not Mario, Mickey Mouse, and he had like kind of like a cool like um, it was almost like a like a musical uh, sheet music uh, mm-hmm. trailing behind him, which was kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, it visually it looks really nice. Um, the hardest part about kart games, though, is never the visuals. It's always how they actually like play. Like when you're racing do the controls feel tight do the power-ups feel balanced you know Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and that's something that mario kart their formula has just worked and they've been able to slowly build on top of that but it'll be interesting to see sorry said fuck mario kart but that's fine (laughs) we'll see how this one goes uh but that's cool yeah that's that's cool nice to see some more i mean i get to play a shrek so i don't really care about anything else that's funny you're gonna play shrek you can play as shrek in a Disney Pixar racing game? He's Maybe. DreamWorks. Let me look. Let me look. There was a picture of him. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's in the picture. Is that not what? Shrek? That's not Shrek. That's the thing from Monsters, Inc. Never mind. I don't <laughs> care anymore. They all look the same. Big giant green um, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting thing uh, mentioned uh, about... So last week, maybe two weeks ago, Alex, I think you were talking about how you you were like very confident Game Pass is going to get super expensive very soon. Um, that was actually addressed today. Phil Spencer had a, a head of Xbox had an interview with a media company called Axios. I don't actually know them at all, <laughs> but I guess uh, that was like a big topic of their conversation. They were questioning him like, "Oh, like you guys are you're you're getting all these publishers, all these developers. Like, of course you're going to raise Game Pass once you become a monopoly." Blah blah. blah. And he's just you know, way against that. He's like, nope, we're going to continue to take a loss on, you know, the game sales um, to provide this amazing subscription service. So that's that's his statement at the moment. I don't think it's, it's up to him. Been out three to four. He's the head. And it's been out three yeah, to four years. Yeah, but he can get years. outvoted by a board any day. Yeah, but he's also the one that saved the brand over the last 10 years. They do that all the time, man. People are getting kicked <laughs> out of boards here, left and right. It all depends yeah. on the majority of you. Democracy. It's been Democracy. like four years at the same price. I do expect it to go up at some point, but I don't think we're going to see like the crazy jumps. I think, if anything, it'll slowly over time add up like what Netflix has been turning into, where you know it used to be, what, $7, $9, something like that a month, like you know, 13 years ago, and now you know, now we're over 20, right? So I think it will happen over time, but you know, I don't Democracy. think we're see the big jump that people are expecting. Democracy. Democracy? Yes, we live in a democracy. Anyways, yeah, so that's that. We'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. they're all, they're, everyone's spouting out information these days anyways. Yeah. Trying to save their asses and stuff. Like they're saying yep. that, you know, 
Activision games are not going to be console exclusive anymore. Well, the uh, thing that the thing beyond that I've what they've already agreed on seen, to. Yeah, yeah, they've they've said you know that the stuff that has been existing contracts will remain is all that they've committed to. They have not said anything about future games and future contracts. So we'll see. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. well that was a whole whole heck of a lot of stuff that uh, that happened in the last just week. To correct what you were day. saying earlier. You did say that John DiMaggio was playing Ben coming back to play Ben or was taking the role on to Bender. Yeah. Yeah. He was the original Bender. Oh, He's not I coming that. back. He's not coming yeah, back. Yeah. I just uh, I don't know why that popped into my head. I was like no, yeah, he's very good. famous that John DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder who so, is stepping in. They don't they don't have anyone yet. They a lot mm. of people are like, if you don't have Bender, then you can't do the show. <laughs> Fair they're gonna recast enough. him or something, but if they can't have John DiMaggio is what they're saying. Like what's yeah, I'm curious why um he's just, I don't know, maybe he's just got other stuff going on. Let's see what time. he tweets was. Has he made a tweet? Yeah, Thanks saw... for the concern and the yeah. props, everyone. I really appreciate it. Don't worry, I'll keep you posted. But until then, dot dot dot. She's at hashtag Bendergate. I assume it's a money thing, and they're just waiting for him to get back. Yeah, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Um, what else do you got? I mean, we got one last thing that the uh, Mission Impossible Eight has been approved. You know, seven's not even out yet. I was gonna say, I was like, I'm pretty sure we're still waiting on seven. Yeah, so we won't get that until we won't even get seven until July 2023. What? July 2023. Yeah, weird. That feels like I mean, like that. That's. Oh, it almost feels like Avatar at this point. Like they announced what Avatar two, three, four, and five back in like 2010, 2011, and then we never got any of them. And now Avatar two is maybe coming out in the next year. Like, yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible is supposed to be the last one. Uh, for the Tom Cruise character, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Uh, I guarantee they'll wow. keep making more with other characters, but um, unless they somehow become so much bigger. Yeah. So seven is done, apparently, but with the ongoing pandemic. Oh, they, it's another movie they want in theaters. Yeah, apparently has announced the Mission Impossible 8 Paramount. will open in 2020, 2024, um, yeah. a year after. Um. Part of the reason, according to one individual with knowledge of the film, is that Cruz wants to have the finished, to have finished making the eighth film before the seventh film is released. Weird. That's because the seventh movie ends with a cliffhanger, and the star wants to make certain that the transition between the installments is seamless. Hmm. I mean, that's fair. I, I actually appreciate when they're willing to hold off and do that, mm-hmm. but it also, you know can also shoot you in the foot because if you go into like i get it if it's like a you don't want to be influenced by um critical reaction let the production company like step in and be like oh no we have to take creative control because it wasn't as critically successful as you know we thought it was going to be but yeah i mean that's not to say they couldn't anyway well these movies you know are always I mean? money makers um yeah. they're about to start doing the eight eighth uh eight they're about to go in production for the eighth film in South Africa. Cruz and the director trend to 
shoot their films in real locations and not sound stages or in front of green screens, which presents its own challenges in terms of keeping the cost low and it's set COVID free. I don't I think mean, they're worried about keeping the cost low. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, like this whole article that I'm quoting these things from is talking about how yeah. much money Mission Impossible 7 has costed them because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's been a huge, huge amount, a lot of delays, a lot of, you know, halt production when you're on location, you know, it's, that's difficult. So originally, I guess it doesn't say how much originally it was supposed to cost them, but now it has costed them $290 million to produce. Damn. That's not, that is like more expensive than most movies, like bigger than Doom, bigger than yeah. um, like Star Wars. Like it's crazy. 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 Patrick crazy. But they use real places like Rome and Venice yeah. and all those places. Like, yeah, they're using real cities. So that's going to cost them a lot of money. <laughs> but that's Tom Cruise for you. He's fucking crazy. And that's great. <laughs> you can hate on Tom Cra- Cruise for being a crazy little bastard. Tom crazy. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Because he's crazy and he's little. Well, he's not little. He's probably my he's my height. So if I'm little, then he's little. Then, you know, this whole thing. Uh, crazy little bastard. That's there you go. There you have it. it is what it is. It is what it is. It is yep. what it is. So we got nothing going on for the next month and a half until, you know, not even until May. Not a lot in movie world or even TV land, but, uh, well, I mean, Uncharted's yeah. next week. And then, yeah. Uh, Uncharted comes out. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot happening in gaming. Like we're getting Horizon Zero Dawn in the next couple of weeks. I think next week, Friday. maybe week after. Next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Nice. No. Uh, it's this Friday. No, it's not tomorrow, but it's not. Oh, fuck. It's not this Friday, but the next one. So I was right the first time. Yeah, oh, it's next Friday. There you go. <laughs> so next week. Um, so that's coming out. There's, I think there's a couple other games that are about to drop in the next couple of weeks Man, as well. Nobody so. cares about them. Um, Only care about. Wow. Sony. Yeah, I don't know what I said there either. So we're good. I think I think Alex is done, folks. We're gonna I think sign I off. Stroke. What is happening? Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking in. We care about you. We care about Alex. We I think we care about Matt. Well, they care about you a lot more than they care about me. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I get it. They made a whole movie about me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna stick to that. So nice. No All right. Ever gonna be bad. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Football sucks. Bye. Bye.